0: Hi, and welcome to Drug Cards Daily. My promise to you is to provide an episode each week as long as there are people like you taking the time to listen. New episodes release every Monday at 7 a.m. Eastern or 6 a.m. Central, so please make sure to subscribe on your favorite listening platform. Drug Cards Daily is distributed on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcasts, and many more, so please feel free to get caught up on all the previous episodes. Also, as my way to thank all of you, I've made all my drug card sheets available as a free download at DrugCardsDaily.com. Thank you for taking the time to listen to Drug Cards Daily. Before we begin, just a quick sponsor break. Today's drug is digoxin, brand names digox, digitalis, and Caps. The pharmacologic and therapeutic class for digoxin is that it's an antiarrhythmic agent, a cardiac glycoside, and an ionotrope. Dosage form and strength. The medication comes as a tablet and a 62.5 microgram, 125 microgram, microgram, and 250 microgram strength. It also comes as a solution in a 0.05 milligram per milliliter concentration. And there is also an injectable that comes in a 0.25 milligram per milliliter concentration. Indications and dosing for adults. Some quick notes are to use lean body weight for dose calculations doses are adjusted based on levels, and the intravenous formulation is preferred over intramuscular. The first indication is for heart failure with reduced ejection fraction. The treatment range is between 3.4 and 5.1 micrograms per kilogram per dose by mouth every day. The intramuscular or IV dosing is between 2.4 to 3.6 micrograms per kilogram per dose. When initiating, there is a loading dose of 10 to 15 micrograms per kilogram by mouth or 8 to 12 micrograms per kilogram intramuscular or IV divided into three doses. 50% is given first, then 25% is given in 6 to 8 hours, and then that last 25% is 6 to 8 hours later. The next indication is for atrial fibrillation. The treatment range is between 3.4 and 5.1 micrograms per kilogram per dose given every day. The intramuscular or IV dosing is between 2.4 and 3.6 micrograms per kilogram per dose for rate control. When initiating, there is a loading dose that is between 10 to 15 micrograms per kilogram by mouth or 8 to 12 micrograms per kilogram, intravenous or intramuscular, divided into three doses. At first, 50% is given, then 25% is given six to eight hours later, and then the remaining 25% six to eight hours after that. An off label use is for paroxysmal supraventricular tachycardia conversion. The dosing is the same that you see in atrial fibrillation and heart failure with reduced ejection fraction. Indications and dosing for pediatrics. A quick note is that the weight-based dosing is also based on lean body weight. The first indication is for heart failure with reduced ejection fraction. In premature neonates, their treatment range is 4.7 to 8 micrograms per kilogram per day by mouth divided every 12 hours or between 3.6 and 6.2 micrograms per kilogram per day intramuscular or intravenously divided every 12 hours. There is a loading dose between 20 to 30 micrograms per kilogram by mouth or between 15 to 25 micrograms per kilogram intramuscularly or intravenously divided into three doses with 50% given initially, 25% given 4 to 8 hours later, and then the final 25% given 4 to 8 hours later. For full-term neonates, the treatment range is a bit higher. It is 7.5 to 11.3 micrograms per kilogram per day given by mouth divided every 12 hours or between 6 to 9 micrograms per kilogram per day given IM or IV every 12 hours. The loading dose is between 25 and 35 micrograms per kilogram by mouth or between 20 and 30 micrograms per kilogram IM or IV divided into three doses with 50% given initially, 25% given four to eight hours later, and the final 25% given four to eight hours after. For the age range of one month to two years of age, The treatment range is 11.3 to 18 micrograms per kilogram per day, given by mouth divided every 12 hours. The IM or IV dosing is between 9 and 13 micrograms per kilogram per day divided every 12 hours with a loading dose between 35 and 60 micrograms per kilogram by mouth or 30 to 50 micrograms per kilogram IM or IV divided into three doses with the 50% given initially and the final 25% four to eight hours after. In the age range between two to five years of age, Now, it's important to note that from here, the dosing does decrease from the previous age range. So, for the age range between 2 to 5 years of age, the treatment range now is 9.4 to 13.1 micrograms per kilogram per day by mouth every 12 hours, or between 7.6 to 10.6 micrograms per kilogram per day IM or IV divided every 12 hours. The loading dose is between 30 and 45 micrograms per kilogram by mouth, or between 25 and 35 micrograms per kilogram IM or IV, divided into three doses, where the 50% is initial, 25% 4 to 8 hours later, and the final 25% 4 to 8 hours later. The next age range is between 5 to 10 years of age. Now the treatment range is a little less at 5.6 to 11.3 micrograms per kilogram per day by mouth divided every 12 hours or between 4.6 and 9 micrograms per kilogram per day IM or IV divided every 12 hours. There is a loading dose that is between 20 and 35 micrograms per kilogram by mouth, or between 15 and 30 micrograms per kilogram IM or IV, divided into three doses with 50% initial, 25% 4 to 8 hours later, and the final 25 4 to 8 hours later. And the final age range for pediatrics is for those greater than 10 years of age. So there are a few notes to make here. The first is the decrease from the previous age range. The second is the frequency is every day instead of every 12 hours. And then the last note is that the low dose frequency is now six to eight hours instead of the four to eight hours. So the treatment range for patients greater than 10 years of age is between 3.4 and 5.1 micrograms per kilogram per day by mouth every day, or between 2.4 and 3.6 micrograms per kilogram per day IM or IV every day. The loading dose is between 10 and 15 micrograms per kilogram by mouth or between 8 to 12 micrograms per kilogram IM or IV divided into three doses with 50% initial, 25% 6 to 8 hours later, and the final 25% given 6 to 8 hours after. There is an off-label use in pediatrics for atrial fibrillation and PSVT conversion The dosing is similar to heart failure with reduced ejection fraction with changes in the dosing ranges. Mechanism of Action and Pharmacology The way digoxin works is the sodium-potassium ATPase pump is inhibited. This leads to an increase of sodium intracellularly, which then leads to an increased influx of calcium. So specific to heart failure, There is an increase in contractility and possible improvement in baroreflex sensitivity. Regarding supraventricular arrhythmias, there is an increased refractory period, a decrease of conduction velocity, some positive ionotrophic effects, and a decrease in ventricular rate. The medication is absorbed in the upper small intestine. It is passive and non-saturable. Jacksonxin is metabolized in the stomach via hydrolysis with only sixteen percent going through the liver. fifty to seventy percent is excreted in the urine. The onset of action is between one to two hours when taken orally and five to sixty minutes if taken intravenously. The time to peak is between one to three hours. The duration of action is between three to four days. The half-life elimination in neonates is between 61 and 170 hours. In infants, it's between 18 and 25 hours. And in children, it's between 18 and 36 hours, with adults at 36 to 48 hours. Digoxin is around 25% protein-bound. Special Populations and Considerations A consideration for diet is to make sure to maintain a healthy amount of dietary potassium in order to decrease the risk of hypokalemia. Low potassium increases the risk of toxicity from digoxin. In the renally impaired, if the EGFR is between 10 to 50, give between 25 to 75% of the usual dose every 24 to 36 hours. If the EGFR is less than 10, give between 10 to 25 percent of the usual dose every 48 hours. Some cautions in patients to be aware of are patients with ventricular fibrillation, acute MI, hypocalcemia, AV block, bradycardia, and thyroid disease. An important consideration to be aware of is digoxin toxicity. Some of the signs and symptoms are anorexia nausea and vomiting, visual changes, and it's usually associated when levels are greater than 2 nanograms per milliliter. Risk factors are patients with low body weight, advanced age, renal impairment, and low potassium, calcium, or magnesium. Regarding pregnancy and lactation, digoxin may be used. There is no known risk, but there is limited data. Side Effects Some common side effects are dizziness, headache, nausea, vomiting, and diarrhea, bradycardia, weakness, confusion, palpitations, depression, and much more. Some serious side effects are intestinal ischemia, delirium, thrombocytopenia, severe bradycardia, and AV block. Drug Interactions Some considerations made when assessing possible drug interactions are p-glycoprotein substrates, meds that delay gastric emptying, substances that bind to the anion-cation exchange resin polymer, bradycardia, and meds that shorten the QT interval. Some drugs of note to be avoided are clonidine and succinylcholine. Some drugs of note that warrant caution and adjustment are acarbose, amiodarone, azithromycin, carvedilol, doxycycline, and endomycin, as well as warfarin. Monitoring parameters. So some drug specifics are in heart failure, the treatment drug levels have to be between 0.5 and 0.9 nanograms per milliliter, and in AFib, the range is between 0.8 and 2 nanograms per milliliter. Digoxin serum concentrations should be drawn approximately 6-8 to eight hours after the last dose. And it's important to note that anything greater than 2 nanograms per milliliter is considered a toxic level of the medication. Some general monitoring parameters are the serum drug levels, heart rate, electrolytes, and creatinine. Patient Counseling Information Digoxin is commonly used in the treatment of heart failure and chronic atrial fibrillation by reducing strain on the heart and helping to maintain a strong, steady, normal heartbeat. Digoxin is taken with or without food, with maintenance dosing typically being once daily unless otherwise specified by the prescriber. Foods high in fiber and medications such as cholestyramine, cholestapol, Psyllium will decrease drug absorption, so digoxin should be taken at least two hours before or two hours after. This medication should be taken regularly at the same time each day. So that brings the episode to a close. If you find these audio drug cards beneficial and you'd like to show your support, all I ask is that you subscribe on your favorite listening platform and listen to the weekly episode along with checking out the back catalog of previous episodes. Please have yourself a wonderful week and thank you so much for listening.